This is a tripod broadcast. Wonder who that is. Well. (laughs) (laughs) You were saved by the Pringle box, my friend. The Pringle box? Tell me that isn't unique. So I get the janky one? (laughs) It's your mic. You forgot your mic. You don't know where your mic stands at. It's at at your house. It's not at my house. It's at your house. Tell them it's not at my house. (laughs) I haven't seen you at this house. Everything I own is in that box. You bought it. Remember, because you took it, because I didn't think I was going to be here for that episode. Did you leave it in your car or something? Mm, he has it. It's not, it. I don't have it. It ain't at that house. I turned it. the house upside down. <laughs> How long were you there? I.e., he went to the bathroom for about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> looked in the... Emily! Real good Emily! Got, got in the mudroom, went... Emily, go, can't look find out, it. go look out of the mudroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't there. Probably stashed under the couch where the kids put it. The kids yeah, probably put yeah, it somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere. <laughs> But it's all good. I'm here. You're listening to Barnhill Outdoors Podcast. Just three average, raw, relatable hunters sharing tactics, tips, and stories. No scripts. So just sit back and enjoy the reliving of outdoor memories and their pursuit for a new adventure. How's everybody doing? Scott, it's so, nice to have you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good to have you back on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Appreciate it. When was the last no one? Problem. February 6th. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's been a while. See, but he's smart because he knew the COVID stuff was coming, so he got out before. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Smart. So welcome to episode nine slash episode two, if you... We're just... Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's just nine. We're going with uh, the sequential order of the podcast mm-hmm. that I've been doing. So we're just going to go to nine. So I confused a lot of people, probably the million listeners last week that we were going to start from episode one, but we're not. This week's will be episode nine. Yep, but yep. now it's just Barnhill Outdoors instead of yep. Hooked on Outdoors. Correct. So, yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's less confusing for everybody. And it just, that's the conclusion we came to. So, yep, sounds good. So now we will... Uh, Take a minute to go over our sponsors. Oh, wait. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> Sorry. Bye Maybe guy. someday that'll change. <laughs> Who can we do some good shout outs for right now? Uh, think of, think, 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 think. I don't got anybody. Uh, thermos, I'm going to go with Thermocell. That's the first thing that pops oh, in my head this yeah. time of year, anyway. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You got to have the Thermocell on the deer stand. Early season, no <clears throat> Thermocell. We had a no hunting dove hunt me. on Monday, which we'll yeah. talk about. If you watch the dove hunt video that's coming up, I got my thermosel out. When's that one getting released? Tomorrow? As long as my computer doesn't crash. (laughs) It was at 74% render when I left the house. And it is September 12th for anybody that's wondering. No one was wondering. Three days. Three (laughs) days. Until? Missouri opener of bow season. Also known as archery season. Yeah. That's correct. (laughs) Thanks, Brett. (laughs) We appreciate that. Just in case you were wondering. Just in case. So who wants to break the ice with the discussion of this upcoming bow season? Who's the most excited? Who wants to jump in? I'm pretty pumped. I shot my bow today. Uh, Got it all finished, dialed in. I mean, it's not the first time I've shot it all year, but uh, it's the the final time, I'd say, before bow season begins for me. I got her sighted into perfection, nearly. Uh, One thing I Nearly? Well, I mean... (laughs) 50 yards, I was a little off the Oh, mark, oh it was but. about half inch off, you yeah. know, oh man. Yeah, it wasn't quite where I wanted to be. <laughs> but I only split cool. one arrow. 
You shouldn't be going out there nearly on point. No, it's on. It's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> you can Kentucky wind it a little bit if you have to. <laughs> Scott, what about your bow? Are you good? I am good. Good deal. Yep. I'm good to go. I have yet to shoot 80 yards, but... I That's unlike you. Shot. I know it is unlike me. <laughs> you know, you get all those 80-yard <laughs> opportunities all the time. I know. Archery and then I got to turn them down. No, usually I'm presented with like 92 yards. That's Which usually what happens to me. Happened. You you have shot a deer at 92 yards, I have. don't you? Yes. Yeah. Have he holds the record at the table. Confirm kill. Confirm <clears throat> I am squinting my eyes right now in disbelief. I know you're in disbelief, yeah. but... Uh, I was there. I mean, was I was there, there to, to I recover. I showed him where yeah. I stood while I was knelt down. So, in 92 yards. <clears throat> we're talking, well, I guess those coyotes that were running from us that one time in the barn were a lot further than 92 yards. They were like 600 yards. You think they were 600 yards? <clears throat> but 92 yards. 92 say, yards 92 for a yards, bow. Yeah. The deer felt like it was 600 yards away. Yeah. And so, you shot it. Yeah, I shot it. I only had a 60-yard pin on my bow. And uh, my lovely wife, we just had our first baby, and uh, she's like, hey, you know, she's really fussy. I need you to come home. And I'm like, it's prime time for action time, and you want me to come home? So I'm like, fine, fine. So I started walking back to the truck, and lo and behold, there was a deer standing on the other side of the field. So I drew back and uh, put my 60-yard pin like two and a half feet above its back and just aim for like center of deer lung area and just let her fly. And got it. You saw it. I mean, I wasn't there when he shot, but I was there on the recovery. Wow. And he showed me because we started where he shot so I could gauge where to start looking for blood. And I'm like, you shot it on that side of the field? You could see my, like my knee prints in the dirt where I was knelt down. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, congrats. Yeah. Thank you. It was it was impressive. This is like the size of a dog, but hey, it still counts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Boone and Crockett squirrel. Yeah. It's just Brett, what about your bow? It's on. Um I was shooting not too 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 awful long ago. I usually my my philosophy is I shoot till where I know I'm on and then I quit. <laughs> with my Fair bow. Enough. With guns it's different, but I've always been that way with my bow. Like I just enjoy shooting enough to know that I'm on paper. If I see a deer, I can kill it. Well, that, and you're terrible at shooting targets. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is a known fact amongst the group. <laughs> I can't hit targets. But you can hit a deer. But for some reason, even with a gun, I'm better at shooting live game than a target. Always have been. Which is probably opposite for majority of people i think because i mean the nerves the anticipation that's what gets me i just have pure unadulterated natural wild killer instinct (laughs) yes so (laughs) well what do you call it when you go in when you're like autopilot autopilot yeah Yeah. it's like someone puts goggles on your face that blinders and all you can see is the deer in front of you and literally nothing in the kill zone in the kill zone (laughs) you don't even remember your own name (laughs) All you see is that deer. You just see red. That knocked my earbuds off. Getting so amped yeah, he's up. Already yeah, ropes. he's already yeah. in kill zone or kill mode. <laughs> and you're right in front of him, of course. It's a good run. Versus most of us are really good at target shooting. I'm pretty decent at target shooting, but the uh, yardage on a live animal, if I don't have my trusty rangefinder, 
usually gets the best of me. That, most people. That's difficult. It's, a, it's very difficult to bow hunt without a rangefinder. It is, especially when you're in a tree or. and you got different angles and different shots. So, yeah, Rick watched me shoot at a deer without a rangefinder, and I hit it like in the hoof. <laughs> <laughs> So, I think it was two sprinkles of blood, two drops of blood. That was funny. Somebody at this table shot a deer's hoof off last year with a muzzle loader. Technically, I think it was already off before. It must have been because you. I mean, you unless double lunged it. it. I don't know how its hoof could have got up in that the far path of the bullet, but was it was hoof was dangling. His side. I I honestly <laughs> I honestly don't know. It happened so fast, and I. Am really trigger happy with a gun on top of it, especially a muzzle. Last year was the first year I ever muzzle loader hunted, so I was like out to destroy anything that walked in front of my path. Lo and behold, it was yet another little fella that decided to be in my path while I was walking to my. I was I wasn't even in my stand. I was walking to <clears throat> if I can talk, walking to my stand, and I just looked up and there she was and. I just let it eat. For being 6'5", you were insanely stealthy in the woods. A lot of people underestimate the sneakiness. <laughs> I mean, Zach Farrenbar, I think that's his last name from the hunting public, has got to be one of the best still hunters and spot and stalk hunters I've ever seen. I agree. But you, I'd say, or could give him a run for his money because you do sneak up on some deer. I don't know how you do it, but it's impressive. Yep, I take my time. Yeah, very, very sneaky. When, when you're this big, you you have to take your time because <laughs> <laughs> stuff you, you stick out like a sore thumb. Maybe you, they just assume you are a tree. Maybe <laughs> that is true. That could very it's well tall be true. To be a tree, a ficus. <laughs> ficus. Speaking of muzzleloader, this year will be the first time that I will get to participate. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is my brother and the dad going with you? Mm-hmm. Yep. They uh, purchased me a muzzleloader for Christmas, so nice. I'm looking forward to uh, getting my first opportunity at doing that. Well, it's actually not my first opportunity, the first time in a long while. Yeah. It's a very nice muzzleloader. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm still waiting to buy that smoothbore flintlock rifle. There you go. That's what I want. I shot a flintlock in a competition one time in college. And How was it? It was pretty fun. It was like a call of Virginia Slim or something like Virginia that. Virginia Slim. Yeah, it's cool. But back to uh, the shooting my bow today, I, I weighed my arrows and with a grain scale, hmm. and I was shocked about how far off, like, one of my arrow was from the other two. Like, really? The two were shooting most consistent with each other, and then you always have that one that kind of seems to do whatever it wants. That makes sense. And so I've been adjusting my sight, and this one was shooting higher than the other ones and then i would adjust it and it would shoot low or one of them would shoot lower or whatever and today i noticed that the one arrow that kept throwing me off was 40 grains lighter than my real <laughs> looked identical it was a different brand but i assumed it's the same spline i mean i just assumed it was the same thing you know yeah and had the same uh, grain field point on it and everything like that for you how do you weigh it i'm curious about that there's a it's a grain scale it's just a little I don't know, it's probably four inches by six inches. You just sit it on it? And there has a little rest for the arrow to sit hmm. in. It just sits right on there, and it's really? a digital scale that reads your grains. Hmm. 
And so, so then after that, I, I, uh, cited all my, uh, <laughs> yardages, cited all my yardages off with my heaviest arrow, which is the one that I have the most arrows of. So, which was about 408, 408 grain. Oh, I have it. When you said it's a great scale that weighs a grain title, that struck me as funny. <laughs> like, well, I thought you were coughing and you're laughing at your cough. I know. Well, that's, that's what I thought as well. So. Thought you Apparently choked yourself. I was being hilarious. I didn't notice. Speaking of the scales and stuff, I have. Uh, I previously ordered some arrows off of Amazon not paying attention and uh i uh the arrows that i shoot now are around like 350 spline and the arrows that came in were 500 spline so initially i'm still i'm still learning like different splines and stuff like that um but so when i first seen them i was like oh sweet you know that's got to be a pretty good pretty decent arrow you know so i bring them over to brett's house i'm like hey man check out my new arrows he's like He's like looking at him, and I'm like, "Yeah, they're 500 spline." And he just like starts bending one, and he's like, "Yeah, I think you got the wrong kind here." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man, that's flimsy, flimsy." So yeah, yep. You won't be able to go super heavy on the front end with that. I think if you're wanting to shoot heavier grain broadheads, you need a smaller, lower number. A lower number, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned that. Yeah, jeez, yeah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not know? <clears throat> well, is it spline or spine? Spline, or right? Swine. I, I've I always said spline, but <clears throat> I think is it, it the spine of the arrow? I think it's, the the I think it's spine. spine. I think it is spine. I was like spline. spline. I don't know why, but spline. I was shaking my head like I'd yeah. never heard of it. So I only know because recently Dad's been on this kick where he's trying to go heavier and heavier arrows, broadheads, and he was talking about it, and I I had no idea. I just always bought mine at Walmart, just whatever, <laughs> 32 inch. 30. <clears throat> just pick them suckers up. <clears throat> you don't shoot a 32 inch arrow. Because <laughs> I don't shoot a 32 inch arrow. <laughs> what do you shoot? 31. Oh, then I guess I'm 30. I think I shoot 29 and a half or 29 or something. I don't know. Although my draw length has always been too short for me. I just never got it fixed. Rick was trying to shoot my bow the other day. It was like shooting a youth <laughs> bow for him. Because yeah. he's also I'm 6'4". 6'4". Six six four. Four, six four. Sorry. What was your, uh, what was the draw it's, length? It's a 30-inch draw, I think. Or yeah. 29. 29. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. I had to yeah. hold that sucker in. It's like yep. shoot, going bow fishing. I always, anytime I've ever went bow fishing, <laughs> I always get stuck with, like, the, like you said, it's, it's like a normal bow mm-hmm. for everybody else that's under... I need, a 30, I need a 32. I mean, that's yeah. minimum. Yeah, he's got so, long arms. Yep. To be comfortable anyways. You'd probably shoot my bow just fine. Yeah, probably. I bet he would. He, I got a three-inch trigger. Wait, you're a lefty, though. Release. You, you but mentioned a, that. But I am a left. I, yeah. So. Rick was zeroing in Corey's bow, though. Starting yeah, to shoot really to, well. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was nice. I, I, Mine's, as I said in a previous episode, has two cut strings <laughs> in the case right now, so... I was mad about that too. I was excited about it. We could tell, <laughs> and then the uh, look of disappointment. Just Here's Skyler. <laughs> oh, oh man, <laughs> always happens. That's all right though. Eventually, I'll get those suckers uh, replaced. Do you, do you do it? Anybody here? Mm. 
You gotta have a bow press, and then you gotta know what you're doing. Yeah, see, I know. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> so that if you eliminates a couple of different things, yeah. knowing yeah. what you're doing and having a bow press. Yeah. About a hundred bucks, two. right? I Ish. have n- neither. <clears throat> yeah, around a hundred. It and yeah. one one fifty, you can get your bow restrung. Mine was one ten last year when I got restrung. The guy I went to, he went out of business. That's the angry guy. No, he was the young angry guy. That's why I went to him. Oh, okay. Angry guy's out of business, too. Huh? Is he really? Yeah. Oh, shucks. Terrible reviews about that guy. I don't even That's know probably that why much. he went out of business. <laughs> I imagine. He's not friendly. Mm-mm. But, yeah, two, three days. I guess close to two now. Though. It's super late. And, that is true. Yeah. But I'm hoping to get out. Well, my daughter's first birthday happens to be the weekend <laughs> of opening, like the first weekend that we can, I can go out. Yeah. That's Stinking Saturdays. baby birthdays. My what time is the party? <laughs> oh, uh, put you on the spot <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know when Saturday. Just Saturday. More than likely, it's probably around two ish. So therefore, you can yeah, have my properties a good stretch away. I can't just go yeah. running up. There's no way you can go because and I'm to... an evening hunter anyway. You know this. Yeah, I'm gonna try yeah. to go opening day that evening. I'm gonna do a. Hang and hunt, which is something that I've... I would go opening day if I... You're taking a tree diaper? Didn't have to... No, I'm not doing a tree diaper or saddle, (laughs) as most people call it. But uh, actually, I saw on the Saddle Nation Facebook page, someone called it a death diaper. A death, okay. Because you killed deer in a diaper. tree diaper, man, I'm telling you. But anyway, I'm doing a hang and hunt, um, and it's the first time I'll ever hunt that way i have done and i've used them and shot uh targets but i've never hunted with a hanging hunt setup so that should be interesting looking forward to it yep i hope you get a chance to dock holiday i'm not going to that property then you won't get a chance to dock holiday <laughs> <laughs> i could name another deer dock holiday and just say i got them no i don't but even know sticks if i'm not going to that property either well, then I'm, I'm going to the property near the homestead Oh. Yeah. So hard telling what yeah. could yeah. show up. Yeah, I'll I, talk with the wife, but I'll try to get out and maybe record one of your guys' hunts. Yeah, that'd be cool. I got a camera arm. I got. I need to learn anyways. Camera. <laughs> camera. Yeah. On the property my brother's talking about, there was a buck last year we called the AJ Buck. I guess Average Joe Buck. I called him Corn Cop Buck because he lived in the corn. Well, I had an opportunity. Well, not really, but I saw him at 15 yards away opening day last year. But the trees were so thick then that I couldn't get a shot, so he got away from me. And I found out that the guy who leads our uh, Bible study group he he killed that buck and got him mounted. Yeah, <laughs> good looking buck. How how big was he then? If he got him mounted, he's pretty decent size. He's really tall. Yeah, was he? he I mean, he was pretty good sized body, but his, he's taller than anything on that up on that wall there. Really, he must yeah. have prayed first that day, huh? Good Lord blessed him with a deer that I wanted to kill, but didn't. Because the tree that I contemplated cutting down, but I left it because uh. it was good cover for... <laughs> should have cut it down. You should have shot through it. I couldn't even... I saw his nose. <laughs> then you just kind of just shifted on over there. A couple feet. It wasn't with a rifle. Pray and squeeze the trigger. It was with my bow. Click. <laughs> I mean, I guess it does have the trigger on the release, so I guess yeah. you're not incorrect. 
It wouldn't be the first time you zeroed in in trees and shot through a hole that's like four inches big. Yeah, that, yeah, but I had a cl- I had a clear picture of the deer though. I could see the animal. I mean, yeah, I know I'm a great shot, but <laughs> and, uh, animals again. And animals. If it was a target, I'd miss completely, <laughs> or hit the corner, or right in front of it in the dirt. So what about stands? Did you guys shift stands around, put up new stands? Yeah, I moved some, took some out, and then put up a couple new ones at uh, two of our lease properties. But honestly, this year was probably the least amount of work that I've done preseason yep. that I can remember. Yeah, this has been a weird year for all of us as yeah. far as like yeah. getting into the woods before season. And I don't think I scouted at all our lease properties. No, I don't think you were there at all when we did that work only, i've only been <laughs> <laughs> you didn't put my stands up i know i've only got i got two stands moved to different areas and then i've only had a trail cam up for maybe maybe five weeks maybe yeah. somewhere around there yeah it's been a it's been a weird year very weird which is odd because it's not like there's much going on with the whole covid thing but it just seems like Every weekend I had planned to go up there and do some work. Something else popped up and I couldn't go. Yeah. And having two little children's makes it a lot more difficult to get away than yeah. it used to. That's just the way it goes. So I'm going to go in there kind of blind and hopefully have a surprise buck show up and shoot it. Doc Holiday. If he's still around, he's going to be a nice one, which we keep talking about him and we probably won't even get to show the viewers what he looks like. I guess we could. I could probably maybe... Sneaking a picture. Editing a video. Or, yeah. Edit a picture video on Instagram. If you have any trail cam pictures of them. Yeah, but yeah. I could probably edit into the podcast oh, video. Yeah, I yeah. can just yeah. phase you, it in or whatever. Yeah. He's a nice one. Real nice one. But if he's still alive, he's going to be a big in this year. A big one. He kind of looked like an elk. Yeah. he's He was a pretty good sized deer. Speaking of. Speaking of elk. Yes, elk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought that was a nice segue. Yeah. Was that intentional? <laughs> it was. It was intentional. It was very smooth. Yeah. I'm a sly fox. But anyway, this year is Missouri's first in our lifetime. We discussed this briefly last week. But it's our, the first year that they're reintroducing an elk season in Missouri. It's crazy, man. It may, I don't know if they had an official elk season before. They may have been all hunted to death before they even I had... Don't. I mean, rules I, and regulations. I'm well, sure. I think it went people, from anybody could hunt them to protected to to people mistaking them for deer. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think that happened a lot. That was before they even released them, though, wasn't it? Like the caged elk that got out or something. Yeah, it happened once in a while. They'd see a yeah. article saying, you know, hunter mistook bull elk for a and like, come on, no one's. How do you? You don't. Yeah. How do you not that? Yeah. But anyway, so some history on that. In 2011, the Missouri Department of Conservation reintroduced elk to Missouri in a very centralized location. And they're still just in that area, really, down in south Missouri. I, I don't know the exact town off the top of my head, but the population in the last nearly 10 years has reached 207. They said that's what they're estimating the population to be at, and that's a high enough number, I guess, that they felt that this year they could have a very limited first elk hunt. I think 500s. 500s got drawn. Oh, wow. Yeah. There was like 19,000 
applicants for the draw. Where, wow. When was the draw? Did we have? Did anybody it was have a in chance? August? Oh, for or sakes, June or July? Yeah, I, I don't remember when they did you. Mm-mm. It was only like ten bucks to sign to draw too. Hmm. It wasn't very much. Well, why would I throw my name in the <laughs> ring when I know for a fact it's not getting on the ticket? Well, what they did was they took five. They drew five, but they did it in like five different areas in the state. Oh, okay. So like they had a northern yeah. northern counties. There's a guy from Winfield. That, that really? Guy. Yeah. But that's the clo- closest uh, town to us, I suppose. Hmm. <laughs> I bet he's tickle pink. Yeah. And one of the one of the five is actually the landowner who owns the property that the elk reside on. Because I saw his age, and he was like way older than it, it was like seventy three <laughs> years old. And I was like, "What the heck?" But I guess if you're still got it in you, yeah. then... he's got an eighty acre farm. So I, I remember when they released the, the elk. I mean, it was a, we were talking about it. and It was pretty cool, but it seems like from like two thousand eleven to like two thousand probably eighteen, like. It, what we were hearing was it wasn't going very well, and because they were wanting like a elk season pretty quick, mm-hmm. yeah. it was like supposed to be like 2015 or something like that. Yeah. They were talking about the first elk season, but it never came to fruition. I think the like you said, I think the numbers weren't growing as rapidly as they hoped at that time. But the counties that you're looking for, Brett, are Carter, Reynolds, and Shannon County, which is near the Peck Ranch, which is okay. a big conservation. So you is can't that hunt. down by the Boot Hill or? I'm not sure exactly. I think it's more like the Ozark area. Yeah, but, I don't think it's quite that far south. Yeah, but there's a little section of the Peck Ranch that you can hunt. I think for these five people that got drawn, but there's a reservation down there that obviously you're not going to be able to access, which is I'm sure the majority of where the elk are yeah, living so, currently. I don't know, Dad, and even I kind of had when he heard that they're doing the elk hunt, he was kind of like, I don't know if they're they should have an elk hunt just because you know 207 if you think about that number like the white-tailed deer i don't there's probably hundreds of thousands of individual white-tailed deer throughout the state i don't know the exact figures but 207 like that's nothing Mm -hmm. but then again it's like it's archery season i believe isn't it it's actually both so the the tag the tag goes i think there's a the dates are sometime in december for rifle season i know that so okay. you can use that same tag. So the archery season's from October 17th to the 25th. And then if you don't kill anything, you can hunt December 12th through the 20th for with firearm. That's awesome. But yeah, then again, true. it's only five hunters, so yeah. you and can't it exactly be, like wipe the population out. It has to be a bull. Can't shoot a cow. And the bull has to have at least six inches of antler on one side, well, which isn't that big, really, <laughs> for an elk. For an elk, yeah. That's not very big. At it's all. just still bizarre to think that there's elk in Missouri. Like just, it is true. I yeah. mean, it, you you think of Montana or Wyoming, you know, for Colorado, elk in Colorado, or something, yeah. yeah. And it's just weird to think they're in Missouri still. Well, they were in Missouri at one point, and then they were hunted out of the state, I guess, to extinction extinction in the state, and then they decided they used to live here, so why not bring them back? So, yeah. just and, makes sense. Yeah, I was wrong. It was not ten dollars. It was fifty dollars to apply. Oh yeah. <laughs> get a chance at a bull elk yeah, it's a lot be... cheaper than going to colorado yeah or anywhere else but i mean that's a huge money maker for mdc too is getting 50 dollars yeah. for all those applicants i guess it would had to have been residents only missouri residents yes. yeah okay missouri and illinois residents probably <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna apply next year i probably will too just yeah. to throw my name in the ring yeah it'd be 
I mean, that'd be interesting to go elk hunting. Like yeah, three barn hills are chose out of five. Yeah, I doubt it. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's going to happen. Nope. It's probably be our kids and grandkids that are doing it. So what do we got in the pipeline? So we have, so we said earlier, we got the, got bow season starting. Yep. Yep. That's what, the biggest thing, I biggest think. Thing. I mean, that's what we're going to be talking most about. Yeah. Um, all turkey up. season is upon us as well. <laughs> What is that? You know what that is. <laughs> I don't. I've never, ever, and probably never will go fall turkey hunting. I might shoot a turkey when I'm bow hunting. Yeah, because yeah, I get a tag for that. That is in true. Missouri, you get, you get two archery turkey tags. Yep. But I probably will not take a shotgun out and actually go for turkeys in the fall. No. Yeah. <laughs> Deer is on the brain. Yeah. <laughs> and Sky, as... I enjoy turkey hunting, but. And you're more than welcome to join our show throughout the, yeah, as part of the hunting season if you want. Always, yeah, always welcome. Yep. Welcome back anytime. Yep, appreciate that. Yeah, of yeah. course. And then what else? What else we got? Obviously, duck hunting starts October. Yeah, the October duck hunt for us. Yeah, that's going to be the a big highlight of the year. There's an early goose season in October. I think it's seven or ten days. I can't remember the dates. So I'll have to look that up, but. Uh, there's an early goose season in Missouri, and then after that you have to wait till November. Yep. And then duck and geese open up. I think even have a place to goose hunt. Yeah. This. Uh, uh, no. So, uh, oh, I don't know. Is I might any... have one spot, but I don't know if you guys can go. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Natural. But yeah, this Sorry. this year is closing up pretty quick, boys, and. Uh, it yeah. seems like a summer is like. Flown by. Yeah. This year's gone by fast for as crappy it's been. Agreed. It's been a pretty quick year. Mm-hmm. But we'll try to keep pump, pumping out more uh, more content and more things to talk about. And we're still working on guests. <laughs> yeah. We will have uh, uh, more guests as well. So uh, if, any, if anything else, anybody got anything else? I mean, I'd eventually I'd like to discuss tactics on how to what to look for early bow season. Like how to hunt early bow season. Let's do that next. To, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that next episode or soon. Absolutely, and that'd I'll be a good episode. Keep you guys updated with our hunts as they progress. Yep. Brett, where can they find us now? Well, Instagram has been updated to Barnhill Outdoors. The new username is Barnhill underscore OD underscore podcast. Excellent. I guess the next podcast would be after archery season opens. So. Maybe we'll have some new stories to tell. I hope so. Hopefully. Sky, you got anything? Not that I can think of. All right, guys. Well, uh, until next time, we'll see you guys then.